0: Okay, so we're here in Asara Tevet, and everybody wants to know why we're fasting today. And not only why we're fasting today, what are we supposed to do? We're we just supposed to fast and go to sleep, or is there something to do? Okay, so the first thing is we know that the Tainos was established because of a certain event that took place in history. In the first Beis HaMikdash, in the destruction of the first Beis HaMikdash, there was three stages before the Beth HaMikdash was actually destroyed. It took three stages. Stage number one is Melech Bavel the who was the one who destroyed the first Beit HaMikdash, made a siege around Yerushalayim. That was stage number one. That took place on Asar Batavis. Stage number two. On the ninth of Tammuz, the Melech Bavel broke through the city. Hukvair. On the ninth of Av, the destruction of the first base of English took place. That's the events in history. Asar Betevis, stage one. Test Tammuz stage two. Test Av stage three. That's how it went. In the second base of Megiddo, we only have two stages. We have on Shiva Asa Tamuz, the city was broken into Hukvair. and on Tishah the second base of Megiddo was destroyed. Okay. So simply, when we look at it. We fast on Shavuos and batamas. We don't fast on Batamas. That means we are commemorating the Hukva'ir of the second Beis HaMegdash. Tishabov is both Beis HaMegdash. And Asura Betavis is an event that took place in the first Beis HaMegdash. Okay? So it's kind of confusing because I want to bring out the confusion in a deeper way. The Rambam says in Hilchas Titus that the day that we fast is not just a commemoration to an event that took place in the history of the world where the Jewish people suffered. It's not the point of the fast. The point of the fast is we need to still do Teshuva. For the same reason why the Beit Hamikdash was destroyed, because Chazal tell us, "Kol Dor," any generation that the Beit Hamikdash was not rebuilt in that generation is as if it was destroyed in that generation. That means each and every generation has a responsibility to rectify the sins. That caused the Beit HaMikdash to be destroyed in the first place. If they didn't rectify the sins, then it's considered like they destroyed it. And they get punished for that too. We have a responsibility to make sure the Beit HaMikdash comes back. And if it doesn't, it's considered as if we destroyed it. Now how do we bring it back? Do we give tzedakah? Do we uh, learn Torah? What do we do to bring it back? the answer says the Rambam is go find out why it got destroyed in the first place and the reason why it got destroyed in the first place if we fix that problem then it will come back so that's where we need to look, we need to look in the earlier base Hamikdash's and see why they were destroyed and that's what we have to fix question that we need to understand is which Beis hamigdash do we need to look at do we need to look at the first one or do we need to look at the second one? Because simply, we should only look at the second one. Why? Because the first base of English was rebuilt. That means evidently the Jewish people fixed the problems that caused the destruction of the first one. So if they fixed the problems, that should be history. We should be only looking at the second base of English, which we could say we are only looking at the second base of English because Shiva of Tamaz we do. We don't do ninth of Tamas. We do shavas and betamos. Tish doesn't prove to me that we look at the first base of megdosh because tish was a problem in both bases of right? But all of a sudden, asar Batavis comes in, and asar Batavis was something that took place in the first base of So it sounds like we still need to fix something from the first base of megdosh. I if we still have to fix from the first base of so why don't we do test betamos and shavas and B'tavis? Well, the saw that it's too difficult to fast twice. Tesbetamis, Yidain betamas. So they put everything on one day. But in essence, we learned from Asar betavis that the sins of the first base of English were not entirely fixed up. So we need to rectify the sins of the first base of English as well. And this, it says in the Ramban. It says this in a Marsha. And it says in the Yariz Vash and many others that the first Beis HaMikdash Averis were not completely rectified. They were not. And the second Beis HaMikdash really should not have been rebuilt. And the only reason why Hashem rebuilt the second Beis HaMikdash was to give us a chizek to be able to survive the Gullus for many, 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 many years. Bottom line is the first Yes'ite that we're putting on the table is the fact that we're fasting on Asar B'Tavis by definition is teaching us that we need to focus on the Averas of the first base of Mikdash as well as the second one. Not just the first, second one, the first one as well, which we're going to have to talk about. How that's relevant in our generation. The second Yes'ite we, we need to establish. Very important, you side. Asar B'Tavis, on one hand, is the lightest of all fast days, and the reason for that is the event that took place on Asar B'Tavis was not as dramatic as it was on Shavas or Tishavaf, because, like we mentioned earlier, Asar B'Tavis was only stage one in the process that we first started with the siege that he lay on Yerushalayim. That's step one of the process. Imagine he never ended up breaking into the city. Imagine he never ended up making the Chor Abayas. We probably wouldn't even be fasting on Asar Betevis. It only has significance because ultimately it led to the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash. So really, it's the most insignificant of all the fasts. Halachically speaking as well. However... The Maram Be'yosef brings down for that Bujraham something that's a chidush and a chumrah in Aserah B'tavis that you do not have in other fasts. In all other fasts, besides for Yom HaKippurim, if the fast day falls out on Shabbat, you push it off. If Shabbat starts on Shabbat, you push it off. If uh, Shabbat of falls out of Shabbat, you push it off. Titus says, you push it off. Whatever Titus you have, you always push it off. The only one now is Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur is the only Titus that you don't push off. Every single else you push off. Comes to Abu Jahan, and he makes a dik in the Pasuk and he compares it to Yom Purim, and he says that on Asar B'Tavis is a day that if, it doesn't ever, but if it would, it would if it would, fall out on Shabbat, you would fast on Shabbat. If Tish Shabbat falls out on Shabbat, you're not going to fast on Shabbat. Asar Betevis falls out on Shabbat, you got to fast. Of course, as so you year doing the Kareb Chaim. Everybody knows that the other fasts were really connected with the month, not with the day. So we're not that makhbet on the day. And Asar Betevis is the day, the, the, the yukim and the Pasik that they were conveying on the day. And if the day comes out on Asar Betevis, you got to do it on that day. But that's all in the, the yukim of the Quran. and in the Lomdes. We're why? Why did Chazal say? Why did the Why did the Neviim establish that this is the day? Asar b'Tavis the day. I don't care if it's Shabbat. Many Mahalchem in this, <laughs> but there's a Yidudik that the Khatam Sophia says Asar b'Tavis is a very unique day because it was for hundreds of years. For hundreds of years. People were committing terrible sins in the first Beis HaMikdash. Menashe, he was a big Russian, it was, it was all kinds of problems, right? And Hashem is Erech Hashem has patience, waits for people to do tshuva. He sends the Nevi'im and tells you to do tshuva. But it came a time that there needed to be a psak Bezdin. Are we destroying the Beis HaMikdash or not? What day did that Pesach Bezden take place in Shemayim? Big, dintor in Shemayim. There was prosecutors, there was defense attorneys, there was a whole dintor in Shemayim. When was that taking place? That was taking place on Asar Betayas. So it means in the downstairs world, there was a siege because it was questionable are we of this to go in or not. In the upstairs world, that's really where it was all going on. The upstairs world was having a din Torah. Says the Khatam Sofer. Every single salutary year on Asura Batavis is the same din Torah. Are we rebuilding this year or not? Because, like I told you before, as I'll say, every generation has a responsibility to get the base of English back. If you don't, It's as if you destroy it. We have to, where is that decision made? When is the day of that decision? The day of that decision is on Asar B'tevs. Today, it's being decided. Is this generation fixed up the sins? Or did this generation not fix up the sins? Therefore, says the Chesam Sofer, that if we cannot push off the fast, because we're in a crisis situation, the judgment's gonna be on Asar B'Tavis regardless if it's Shabbat or Sunday or Monday or Tuesday. And since the crisis is now, you're allowed to, to fast on Shabbat when the crisis is right now. Meaning, the Tishabah, Shabbat, the Shabbat's Shabbat B'Tamah if as long as in this month you fasted, that's fine. But Asar B'Tavis is different because Asar B'Tavis is the Din ter. So now we have a very big significance. Of today, in a certain respect, today is more homer than the other fasts. In a certain respect, because it's not enechanami, mitzad, the event in history of the siege, it's less, but mitzad it, it's more. That's why for Shabbat, would have to fast. So, it's a very important day that makes a difference. Now, maybe someone would claim, and I, I wouldn't blame you for thinking like this, is let's say. Me, Yaakov I say, wow, what a chasam soifer, unbelievable. Okay, Meo also, because whatever I do, he does. So, right? So he says, you know what? We got to take this day really seriously. We're going to do some tshuva today. We're going to figure out how to rectify the sins of Kilar Aish, and Chazdom, and we're gonna, We're going to do some work tonight. We're going to really make use out of this day, right? But what is that going to do? I'm one Jew. We asked somebody, random Jew, I'm not going to say his name, and he wanted, he wanted to know why you fast, and he said because you have to, to, to fast from the donuts of Hanukkah. <laughs> so, you know, this we are holding in life. We're holding in people that are fasting on the Saurabh because they have to fast off the donuts from Hanukkah. So what's he going to do? That's the people that are fasting. And then, then there's a, a bunch of people that know it's a fast day the next day, and they say, well, I can't deal with this without my coffees, and with this, and with that let me stay up the whole night schmoozing and then I can sleep the whole day and then the thing will pass by and nothing will happen. So we have a bunch of those guys. So you know what I'm saying? So what is it going to help if me and a few people decide that we want to fix the problem? So obviously, Nasil Hashan talks about this and he says, of course, that's a krumah to make. Every person has to say, b'shifili nivra he has to feel the responsibilities that if no one else is doing the job, if he does the job, it's very, very possible that you know it'll do it. He has to feel that he can do it. He can't be dependent on the masses. But there's another point which I want to bring out, which is a very you do of Remoisha Feinstein, which I think everybody should know. It's a big chizik that Ramosha Feinstein says. He's going on a chazal that says that if anybody is careful with Leketchik of Peya, Mat Hazal makes that in the middle of the parish of the korbanot, of the, of the holidays, all of a sudden over there it talks about it's out of its place. It already speaks about it in a different parish. So the Khazal say, any person who's careful with leket, shikra, and taking care of the poor, I will look at it as if the Beis Ham English was rebuilt and I will look at it as if you brought the korban out of the holidays, even though there's no real base of mikdash around. And you'll get the elevation. It's not just tam, it's like you brought the korban. You'll get a tremendous elevation that you would have had if you brought the korban. You're going to have a tremendous elevation. As if you brought the korban. Why? We don't know. Says This is the reason. Because the pasuk says, If you do tzaka you will be zaycheh to get back. V'shabe'a b'tzdaka. It's not a schmooze right now why it's a duck and brings it back, but that's what it says. V'shabe'a b'tzdaka. So you're going, and you're doing everything in your hand to bring back the Beis HaMikdash. You're trying everything you can. But, not everybody's doing what they have to do. And Hashem can't bring the of HaMikdash now. But because you did everything in your hand, and you were honest, So Hashem is going to look at it as if it was done. So you have to know, even if your personal avoyed cannot bring back the Beis HaMikdash, but definitely, it can bring a tremendous elevation for yourself. Because if you, besides for the tshuva, and besides for the rectification of whatever your avoyed is going to do, but since you're doing everything in your hand to bring the Beis HaMikdash back, even if the psaq is, That the base of English can't be brought back, but for you it's considered like it's brought back. And you'll have a tremendous closeness to Hashem and a tremendous elevation. Just want to mention briefly, we don't want this moves to be too long, and you have a lot to think about it already. But just to mention quickly, so we said Asar Batevis is an event that took place in the first base of English. So it's for sure we need to think about a virus that took place in the first base of Mikdash and we have to figure out what can we do to, to rectify that a little bit. Okay, So we know that the first base of Mikdash was the Gila HaRaiy Now most of us think that that's not really relevant to us because Shvichas I don't think anybody's ever killed anybody or is planning on killing anybody anytime soon. I hope not. And uh, Avodah Zara, we don't have any idols around here, we don't live in India and stuff like that, and there's not really uh, the opportunity to do Avodah Zara. And even gilai Arayis, the gilai and the step of Gila Arayis to actually go and transgress on such an exaggerated level of real Gila Arayis, most people feel like they don't have shyness too. So, okay, so then we're good, right? So of course that's not the case. Because Gila Arayis doesn't necessarily mean the most exaggerated level of the Gila Arayis. Even the smallest traces of Gila Arayis. The Gila Arayis of Herhure Haleif. Gila Arayis that go on in your mind is also Gila Arayis. 100%. If you see the Mesir Zashar, it's very clear like that. When you're living in, it, in your dimyon, in your mind, that's like doing it in actual living. That's a Gila Arayas of the mind which becomes worse and worse in today's generation. A generation that's saturated with arias all over the place. And as the technology becomes more advanced and virtual realities and metas and all these things, these Arayas are going to be very, very, very tangible to our generation. It's a very sad thing. And that's a schmooze that we have to talk about. I'm just mentioning Rosh and Prokham. But any person who is connected to technology in any form, shape or form, I don't care if you just have WhatsApp, because they give you plenty of Gila rai's and there's videos and WhatsApp and all these things, you just walk in the streets. We have to be careful, in our generation, Gila rai's is everywhere. And therefore, there's plenty of Gila rai's to worry about. Even if it's not mamish B'maysa, even if a person doesn't have a relationship, a real relationship with an erva, but it's very easy in our generation to have Shaykhes to Gila rai's. Shvichas domim. before from the maral that shvichas dom is Yitzchak's tale of is also shvichas where he says that Yitzchak avinu. I mean Yaakov avinu was the av that was connected shvichas <laughs> dom. He was the pillar connected shvichas domish la kari miyamav because since he never saw kari miyamav, therefore he was the perfect not shvichas domim. So Mekhazal. Tell us that in this time of the first base of mixture they did Shvichas Dovim. That's connected to Yaakov Avinu. So you see that our Torah's level of Atalah is a bechina from Shvichas Dovin. and that's for sure a very, very big problem in our generation. So we're not far from these things. Avodah Zara. Who was the who was the Av that was perfect? Who was the the, the opposite of Avodah Zorah? That was Yitzchak. Yitzchak was the one who sacrificed himself on the altar. That sacrifice means if you're not willing to sacrifice yourself, that means to some degree that's called Avedizar. the more egoistic we are. The more we're not willing to bend for the will of Hashem. The more we only think about ourselves that is a form of avaidazara. So again, you know, you think about technology, definitely technology makes this problem of Avodah very, very strong. The self-absorption the narcissistic way of thinking, the social isolation we talk about all the time, having a device to serve you, and always to give you what you want, when you want it, how you want it, and you're not willing to break yourself one iota for the service of Hashem. It's only because that's painful. If I can't have what I want, if it's not comfortable for me, that's a painful thing. That's a form of a Avoid zara as well. We live very much with Avoid de zara, gila and shirichas it looks different than it did then. Maybe then people were bowing to idols, and today we're not bound to idols. Maybe then there was murder committed, and today maybe it's not a Western culturally accepted to do that. But there's murder. You can murder somebody, you can bevaz a haver berabim. If you make fun of somebody, that's also murder. It's also shavikas damim. Today, that's the only thing that sells online. That's what the whole TikTok is, and all these... Uh, Uh, YouTubes and TikToks, people send videos of people making fun of other people. Finding people uh, in a funny state. Putting people into a position to act in a certain way that's funny and they have fun on someone else's cheshben. All politics, all... Everything that's going on. It's all knocking, lashon hara, making fun, ripping. The whole thing is shvich, is dumb. You know what I'm saying? So that's the society we live in. We live in a society that arises 100% no problem. Things that are abomination to Hashem... No issue, barabim with the shkult, riots everywhere, shvikel's dumb everywhere. Narcissistic generation. Everybody has rights to act like whatever they want, and everybody has to bend to them. Children, parents have to bend to children. Rabbis have to bend to talmidim. So this is what we live in. We're living in a situation of avaynizor shikandam and Our job today to say, what am I going to do to change a little bit? How am I going to make this better? What adjustments am I making to my phone? You tell people to put on a screen time at night and they're supposed to say 1 30 in the morning, and that's like asking a person like who knows what? Can't bend. Not one iota. Not one iota. Addicted. Addicted to yourself. That's what it is. The addiction is you are addicted to yourself. Who's Abbish though? Ooh, Hashem, never met him yet. That's the sickness that comes along with the devices. Something to think about. Something to really, really think about how damaged we've become and how damaged the culture around us made us. And what are we doing to take steps in the right direction? Svah Semer says, we don't have to fix the whole problem in one time. Big chizik from Svah He says, every generation that didn't fix... The problems it means we look at a generation. It means every year we got to do a little bit. It doesn't have to be done in one shot. What little bit are we doing? And do we even know how much it takes to fix it? Maybe Hashem will be satisfied with a little bit because the choishik is terrible. But we need to do something. You can't walk out of this room today and not do something. You got to make some change to yourself. On you have to do something. You must do something in one of these areas. In either or it's all wrapped up in one with that phone. But even if you don't have that phone, and even if you don't have internet, there's still plenty of work to do. Plenty of work to do. That's the idea. And today is the judgment day. So let's use the day properly and do what we got to do and try to be Misaka in this thing. Wow.